An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 400. My name is Jay, J.M. Clark, Jay the Jedi Ross, Ross Jedi Jay, and as always, it is so wonderful to have all you lovely babies here with me in the High Walker studio. It's been a while since we've all been together. Tumultuous times, kids. The podcast had to take a backseat to the ridiculousness that is the world, unfortunately. Um, ten years... 10 years of an elegant weapon. Remember back in 2011, my friend Sean and I went into my basement, little dube, and hit record on the voice memos on my iPhone. And we recorded the first episode of an elegant weapon. We talked about Star Trek Voyager. We recasted, in fact. We talked about Portuguese Man of Wars. We talked about weed. We also talked about the new 52 as that was coinciding with us beginning to podcast. So we had a lot to talk about then. We very, very quickly got into a very comic-centric podcast because we were, in fact, so into the new 52 at the time. I was loving a whole bunch of stuff, of course. Capullo and Snyder would begin their epic run on the Batman. It was cool times. Um, Over the years, things changed as they inevitably do. Uh, Sean left the show to pursue other ventures, and uh, I soldiered on. And we quickly morphed into uh, a bit of a gorilla pod situation. I started going to Comic-Cons to record. I was already going to Comic-Cons years before the podcast, but then one year I decided to maybe record some stuff for the show. And I... Basically, up until the pandemic, I had been doing that ever since. I had turned this stupid little show into a voice for independent comic book creators and the likes, similar ilks. Um, Always up to talk to anybody creative, as you know. We've had all creative types on the show. But yeah, I'd say maybe 70 to 80% of this show has been uh, highlighting and having amazing conversations with incredible creators from the independent comic book scene. And, you know, that grew and uh, grew and grew because we were out there literally soldiering through in the trenches in Artist's Alley, um, trying to expose as many cool people as I possibly could. And, man, it led to some incredible conversation over the years, Uh, made some amazing friends, fellow podcasters, Um, you know, it was very cool. It's been nuts. Made some of the best friends I ever had because I started a podcast. Treasured friends to this day. And, uh, yeah, I met a lot of people. And, you know, people do say that. And I'll go with it. I know a lot of people. (laughs) But that's what I do. I thrive off social interaction. 
So you can imagine what this pandemic did to me. <laughs> it's not a shocking surprise that the show uh, kind of disappeared. Because what I did kind of disappeared. Um, I remember 2020 was going to be the year of Source Point Press, who I had been working with for years trying to expose them in Canada. Um, you know, and just do what I could to support the cause here north of the border. And it was going to be a big year in 2020. We were going to go across the nation. We had, I had, within a month, I had done C2E2, I'd done Astronomicon, and I had done our first ever Fan Expo Vancouver. And Source Point Press sold out literally every item on the table. And it was an amazing response. And I was so jacked. I was so excited. We were going to Calgary next. And, uh, well, there was going to be Toronto Comic Con and Calgary. <clears throat> and uh, in the next month or two after that, it disappeared because the pandemic arrived. Um, when the pandemic hit, I kept doing the show pretty regularly for like the first year um, because I was pretty optimistic. I, you know, I took a sabbatical from my career as an uh, arborist, tree expert for those who don't know. Um, and I walked the earth. I just started hiking and moving and walking and walking and walking. And I spent like eight, nine months just walking and walking and walking. And, you know, I lost 60 pounds. I got in the best shape of my life. And, you know, I was at one with nature. was doing a lot of camping. Had some amazing, incredible people in my life. My support structure was so strong. Stronger than I probably deserved, but it was, it was good. Um, then the cracks started forming. <sighs> the ridiculous shift in the social ideas of the world started just going bonkers. Um, I couldn't believe, like, in the beginning it was good. Remember when it really shut down? Everybody kind of had each other's backs and was like, yeah, let's, let's hunker down and do this to what it's become, like, there's been a lot of things that happen in the past that make you wonder if you're seeing the end times, but this is, you know, I'm not seeing the end of the world, but this may be a major shift in some sort of cultural, societal, and national, you know, arrangement. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. I've been calling a civil war down in the States for years, and it just keeps seeming to be, you know, there's nothing that makes me stop thinking about that. It just keeps coming and coming. Um, yeah, so anyways, back to me. Uh, I couldn't do the show because I didn't want to. Um, I started losing hope. I started losing a lot of hope and, uh, you know, started slowly understanding and realizing that this was not going to go back to the way it was. Even if things go back to kind of how the way they were, it's never going to be the same. Too much has changed. Um, and then a whole other like year went by and we're still there. And my entire life, everything I did, everything I thrived off of was gone. It just vanished, you know, traveling, friends, Comic-Cons. It's, I'm not an introvert in any way. I hate being alone. I, I, I haven't done it since I was like 24. You know, that was the last time as an adult I wasn't in a serious relationship or, you know, that young. And, you know, I'm there now. Now I'm in a situation where I'm living completely alone and not in a relationship for the first time since I was like 24 years old. And now I'm 44. That's 20 years of, <laughs> you know, not remembering how to do this. 
and never, never thinking about it. I was never one of those people who ever needed to focus on alone time or, um, you know, self-care, I guess, in that way. Meditation. I just, you know, I was happiest around people. I'm as happy in front of a thousand people as I am in front of two. So that's just what I did. It's how it rolled. And that all went away. And uh, it weighed on me. It weighed on me a lot, just the confusion of what do I do, right? So I actually started my own tree company and started working for another tree company, an outfit that was already an organization. And uh, I started working for them and doing my own thing on the side, and that, that really took off. It did really, really well. So I felt good about that for a while. So actually the weird thing through the whole pandemic, you know, and obviously not much to spend money on, is it's been the most financially, you know, successful time of maybe my whole life so that's good i guess you know imagine financial worries on top of all of this i can't imagine i've been very lucky to work the entire thing through i took a four month off sabbatical in the beginning of the pandemic but that was my choice i didn't lose my job because of the pandemic in any way so um after the couple months it was like okay time to go back to work now and uh you know, it took right off and it's been great. I still work for that company. I'm still doing my own thing and it's still going fantastic. But, uh, you know, I started facing some serious adjustment anxiety. Um, <clears throat> severe confusion. And uh, I'm not the type to have ever had a serious problem with, uh, with uh, being able to communicate with myself, you know, being able to think things through and reason through. I've been through some shitty shit um, in the past. I have traumas, dealt with a lot of them. Some, I guess, apparently are there that I weren't even aware of that led to some serious, seriously shitty decisions um, that I've made over the past two years. Um, I've made some good ones, but I've also made some seriously shitty ones that when I look back on now, I'm just like, oh, that's the clearest evidence in the world of how fucked up you actually are, man. And I never expected to get here because, you know, I've, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a t I'm a tough enough kid, you know, I'm a 70s, 80s kid who knew how to take his licks and, and keep on trucking. But, you know, I guess never faced the fucking pandemic like this before so anyways i'm not trying to fall into some pity party here i'm just basically uh spewing some verbal thought on my situation when i've been through through the past two years i expect no sympathy i don't deserve any sympathy i'm just <clears throat> being uh you know just being detailed i guess in the facts but anyways so um yeah and I didn't want to podcast. I didn't want to do anything. I made some stupid decisions that led to some, some more loss to add to the trauma of the other trauma. And I didn't even know about the other trauma that I had because I thought I had dealt with the other trauma. But then you start to, just to talk to someone, you get some help, and you realize, oh, my gosh. There's a lot of trauma there I didn't even realize, which is now coming to the surface because of, uh, you know, our present situation. So, anyways, yeah, it's been... Uh, a slow decline into sadness, misery, and regret for me over the past while. <laughs> um, and I feel no, you know, uh, I don't know. I feel a lot. But um, I think I need to pot again. I think I need to stop living in the regret. And uh, I've done a lot with help from a lot um, of loving individuals uh, to realize that, you know, 
time to do something with what you got, you know? I woke up today. That's the most important thing, you know? I heard something very cool yesterday where um, if you were offered $10 million uh, and the only exchange was that you didn't get to wake up tomorrow, what would you do? You would obviously, you wouldn't even take the million, the $10 million. You'd want to wake up tomorrow. So waking up tomorrow is worth more to you than $10 million. That's what a big deal it is. And, uh, you know, I hadn't been thinking that way for a very long time. And, uh, you know, I hadn't been grateful or appreciative enough, even though I hadn't realized why. So uh, I started to kind of uh, really slow things down. I left social media completely off Facebook, off Instagram. The only thing I actually kept was TikTok, and that was uh, not so much for creating content as it was just enjoying TikTok. It's a fantastic thing, by the way, if you haven't been on TikTok. This, it's really uh, it's really something else. Um, you can go through like 15 different emotions within like five videos. It's kind of nuts. Anyways, um, so yeah, I took a break, took it off last few months, and uh, really tried to focus and just, uh, you know, when, I, when I'm going through a tough time, I don't really fight it. I let it in. I, f I feel it. I feel it hard. I feel it fast. And I try to, you know, delve into why I'm feeling that way. And then I move on, um, you know, with what, what I've learned from it. But I, I wasn't able to figure it out for a long time this time. I, I, I was just in this limbo of confusion of what the fuck has happened? What the fuck is happening? What the fuck is supposed to happen? <clears throat> tough times, you know? And when you do get to a point where you need to go into that monk-like Jedi solitude, it's also easy to forget that you're letting go of certain things that you're, you know, you you hold on to so hard. Um, but sometimes it's good to let those things go and find your way into a certain Zen nothingness, I guess. So, um, yeah, that left me at a point where the past few months, um, I've just been like in uh, rest mode, I guess. Um, just waiting, you know, in the foyer. Uh, but I've been feeling this urge again. The urge to open my mouth. Because it was, it was closed for a very long time, as it needed to be. Um, and I'm not great. Still a mess, as I'm sure all of you are too. That's why I, I I want to explicitly, you know, say remember that I'm not looking for sympathy or pity of, you know, of the major losses I've suffered. I'm a huge contributor, and it's my own goddamn fault for a lot of what I went through, not handling a lot of things in this pandemic well at all. All I can do is try to learn from those things and move on, um, better and be better and get better. Um, so that's what I'm doing. You know what? For 10 years, this podcast has been part of that. It's what I've done. It's been my voice, and uh, it needs to continue to be. So here I am, not great, not perfect, but not as bad as I was. Um, feeling okay. But um, I'm sure so many of you have your own stories, too. Uh, I know everyone has suffered through some serious shit during this weird fucking time. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we all feel so alone right now. We're so not, yet we, you know, we're going through a lot of realizations, too. You know, um, it's been two years. 
you know how much a relationship can suffer with no contact for that long or you know how much you start questioning yourself when the things that used to give you validity and uh, confidence and a sense of self are just gone are just ripped from you um, I know a lot of people feel that way um, sorry if it just got a little loud my heat came on because it's the first big snowfall of day it's fucking cold so anyways um yeah, where was I? Yeah, everybody's fucked up because, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people felt this too. A lot of people you thought you'd hear from a lot over two years, you don't hear from at all. And then, uh, you know, and then there's the friends that really stick there and they, they stick through it and they're there for you the whole time. Uh, and then there's the unexpected ones, the ones you didn't expect to hear from that are, you know, even checking in on you from time to time. So anybody who's done that for me, thank you. You know who you are and I'm extremely grateful, um, you know. I'm never a mess enough that I can't function. Uh, I am a tree guy. I got to get up and I got to go cut trees. And actually work is like a meditative escape for me. We're at work, it's just me and the trees. So it's actually, work is very good for me. Work a lot. <laughs> and that's, that's another reason why I just couldn't be on the show as much. Um, just I was working so much. And I just really kind of dove into that, right? So anyways... um yeah so all this fucked up weird shit happens two years later you find yourself standing there suffering from this adjustment anxiety it's the best way i've heard it described so far um and we're all dealing with it i think i think uh, so many people just uh, their directions were were blocked off and they've got to find new ones to anybody else feeling that i feel you um this is actually one of the times i'm envious of all you comic book creators all you you know introverted types who have been able just to continue to do what you do you've been drawing before drawing during and you'll always be drawing you're just there drawing not saying it's been easy on anybody i'm not trying to belittle anybody's experience during this pandemic but um yeah this is one of those weird times where those of us who uh, are extroverts actually suffer in a situation it's weird um, but uh, anyways I have digressed now for almost 20 minutes and uh, that's what's going on kids that's where the Jedi Ross has been where he's been at uh, trying to deal with <laughs> with you know being a mess and trying to figure it out like I'm sure many of us are so listen you're not alone as alone as you may feel that you are you're not um I had gone through shit before the pandemic that led into the pandemic and uh, I learned a lot from things I went through in the past that actually helped me through um, but you know once, there's always something there's always something new uh, you know to figure out so as much as for me going Jedi monk like at this time and uh, really diving into that sadness that's just a personal thing but if you need to talk to somebody you need to talk to somebody go do it talk to anybody who's going to listen to you um, a trusted friend, anyone, you got to talk it out once in a while. Uh, I tend to forget that once in a while. <laughs> and uh, you got you to gotta, you gotta trust that part of it. Um, so anyways, right now I'm talking to you. Um, by the way, this isn't going to be like in the new direction of the show or anything. For my 400th episode, I had actually planned out something pretty cool that didn't happen because of the pandemic. And then I had a million cool ideas. I was going to get, like, the best of the best on. Uh, you know, uh, I had some stuff. Uh, and uh, had some cool suggestions from other people. 
Some things I still may actually try. Keith Grishow, wonderful artist, writer, Keith Grishow, he, uh, whatchamacallit, he recommended that I actually have people come on and interview me, some of my favorites that I've had on and flip the table. And I, I really like that idea that maybe something we can do in the future. Uh, but something does have to change. Um, I hadn't been podcasting because I've been feeling this pressure. I, I don't need the pressure right now. Too many pressures. Trying to rid my world of these pressures so I can figure out, you know, proper expectation and proper, you know, a proper realistic outlook on the situation at hand in the world because that's what I need right now. So, uh, yeah, we're going to soldier on. Um, so the podcast, yeah, uh, I was going to have someone cool that didn't happen, you know what? And I've been holding on to it. That's why it's been like a couple months since an episode, because I knew I had my 400th coming up and I was like, what am I going to do? And it felt, you know, there was, it was felt so heavy after 10 years, a 400th episode. And, you know, then I started thinking, fuck it. You know, what, what, what are the things that got you doing this? You know, things like happy Harry hard on himself, right? So maybe you should just sit down and pump up the volume a little bit. So that's what I ended up deciding to do was just be like, you know what, let's just try to be open and genuine and uh, see how that makes me feel. You know, if it helps me, uh, great, because this is, uh, it is, I've never looked at the show like a journal or a diary, but it definitely is. I mean, it's been 10 years of documented evidence of good time and conversation as much as that's been centered around, you know, pop culture stuff. Uh, there have been some deep conversations with people, and I'm proud of those conversations. And uh, there have been a lot of laughs, a lot of tears. So I figured, you know what? Let's just dive into it the other way then. Um, let's not have a guest on your 400th episode. Let's make the guest... Uh, you know how I still say let's and we? That's all the way back from the beginning, because the first 70 episodes, it was me and Sean. And it was we, we, we. And then it became like a family enough with the hardcore listeners... Uh, that I always felt I had to include them. So when you hear me say we, that don't get confused. I've explained this before, um, you know, and it's not that I'm trying to do some funky pronoun thing or anything. Um, it's, uh, it's just the way I've always looked at it. It's we, it's us. We are legion, I guess. Um, you know, I have to share this podcast with anyone who wants to listen to it, and that's why I'm happy to do it. The second I share it, it's not just mine. That's how I feel, right? So anyways, but it is my voice. So here's my voice. And uh, I thought I'd do this. I thought I'd try to connect on this level because I thought it might make me feel better. And I can, I can tell you right now, we're in like 22 minutes into the recording and I'm feeling good. This feels good. It feels good to talk again. And, uh, you know, I'm not having a difficult time sharing any of this. Obviously, I'm not giving too many personal details. Um, but I've never minded sharing how I feel. My best friends will know that. Um, but yeah, I'm a mess. Um, I know a lot of you are a mess too. Um, but hey, what can we do? But maybe try to be a mess together? Because I've been a mess for alone for a little too long now. And um, I'm over it. I'm over feeling sad and uh, I want to start raging again against the dying of this light. Because I've got some shit to work on, shit to figure out, shit to fix. And just wallowing in my own misery is not going to help that. So, uh, you know, hopefully you don't have to wallow in yours either. If you won't, maybe wallowing in mine with me will help you make you feel better wallowing in yours. Not that, the, again, this is a show. Here's the thing. There's no direction for this show. I've always tried to, you know, put it into a certain niche because they say that's what you're supposed to do. But fuck that. Fuck this. This show started because 
you know, we wanted to pod. We wanted to make pod with our friends. And that's all I'm going to fucking do. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to not be interviewing comic creators or any of this kind of nonsense anymore. But uh, I, uh, you know, we're, we're just going to roll. We're just going to go with it. So don't expect this every week. <laughs> you know, I'm still going to have guests people to talk to. I'm not going to get on here and ramble alone all the time but you know what maybe more often I will once in a while I don't know if anybody will respond to this nonsense but uh, yeah so I'm just starting to trail off now Um, so maybe that's compact enough maybe that's a tight enough little uh, drop in the bucket for an elegant weapon I don't know Uh, but uh, that's where we're at kids 10 years later uh, 400 episodes thank you to everyone who's ever been involved in this show in any way uh, I can't tell you how much love and appreciation I have for that um, as much as there's a bit of scandal going on right now with the great Philadelphia Comic Con uh, I need to thank my or at least be grateful for my experience there because that's where a lot of the coolest uh, big names on this show ever came from and that's all my other uh, you know comic-con panel hosting experience as well uh, anybody who's ever come to a panel that i host then thank you anyone who ever let me host the panel thank you anyone who ever let me uh you know sit down and have a conversation with them and spare their precious time uh to talk to y'all and me uh thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you i'm so appreciative um but we're gonna start crawling back now um i'm not saying i'm not a mess anymore but uh, i'm tired of uh the mess that i've been so let's try to be a different kind of mess for a while Shall we? Shall we get back on the uh, the madness train? I believe it's coming around the bend, and I believe uh, I'm ready to catch a ride. So, you know, uh, there you go, kids. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Uh, I love you all. I hope you're good. I hope you're holding on. Um, I hope you have the strength to give up the things you have to. This is, if ever, I'm not a religious man, but if there's ever been a time to incorporate the serenity prayer into your life, you know, don't, you know, maybe it's it's time to start uh, not worrying about the things we can't change and worrying about the things that we can. Uh, it's just all about keeping a straight head and uh, just not giving up because at no point have I ever given up. Sometimes I wallow. Sometimes I like to swim through the pools of misery and sadness. Um, you know, but I never dive too deep because the sun shines on the other side. So uh, thanks, kids. Thanks for hanging out. That's what I'm going to give you. That's, uh, that's me returning. I hope it wasn't too much uh, emotional blithering nonsense. Uh, but there we are. Um, and here we will continue to be. So next episode, I think we're going to have some fun because there is, that's one thing that I have held on to is, uh, you know, and has actually increased with me leaving social media. Actually, you know what, maybe I'll talk about that for a few minutes, uh, before I go is, uh, if you are feeling the pressures of social media and, uh, it's really messing with you, try to be observant and focused on that and like really like pay attention to whether that's happening because a break can be a really good thing. I was I was sure that I was going to be like shaking like I needed a hit um, or something after I got off. But I can't tell you the sense of relief when I got off Facebook. Um, I'm not even sure if I'm going to get back on Facebook. Uh, you might see me there, kids, if you see an elegant weapons page pop up. Uh, I think I'm going to go back to Instagram because, uh, you know, Instagram is not so toxic. But Facebook can be fucking dangerous. Um, and take a break if you need to. You will not miss it. And you won't be missing much. I'm sure I'm not missing too much on there. 
Um, but there's so much pretend pressure. And I mean pretend because it's not real as much as it's come to feel like it's so real and it's the society that we live in. It's just bullshit. It's just words on a screen. And get off if you need to. Take a break if it's bugging you in any way. I promise you it's not going to make you freak out. That's going to be really, really good for your soul. I think that's why I'm recording again because I've taken the past few months off social media and um, it's cleared up a lot of thoughts and I've talked to the right people and, uh, you know, as much as I still have uh, things to learn and regrets to deal with, um, I'm going to do that because, you know, that's that's how you Batman. So, uh, yeah, kids, we're going to continue to Batman as best we can. Um, you know, ever onward, ever upward, up, up, and away. Uh, that's all I'm going to have for the 400th episode of An Elegant Weapon. If you've made it to the end, thank you so much for sitting through the rabble babble. Uh, I will return very, very soon with lots of cool things to talk about. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying on the end as well. Uh, the pop culture uh, love has actually been reignited by taking a break from social media and not having to hear all these people's opinions uh, and criticisms and judgment and reviews and, and, and shit of everything that I love. I have become, I have began to love those things more again, um, which is clearly, is clearly evident why. I can sit down and enjoy something because I don't have to spend the next day hearing people talk shit about it. It's it's a wonderful way to do that. We are way too fucking judgmental, and that's one way I'm going to consciously change the way I fucking look at, at the things that we do. Uh, try to be far less judgmental. Uh, always trying to learn to be more honest. Um, yeah, so there's my tidbit, kids. I'm back. I'm a little whack. I'm a little cracked. But the Jedi Ross is back. I love you all. I'll talk to you soon. Take it easy.